This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. You're just in time for another episode of The Saturday Quiz. I'm your host, John Leary, and I'm here to ask the questions and provide constructive feedback to my guests as they attempt to come up with the correct answers. Joining me today are another couple of returning guests. They're also siblings, originally from Melbourne, now living in New York. One of them is an actor who recently took on the job of cracking codes and deciphering mysteries in the Dan Brown TV series The Lost Symbol, And the other recently took on the job of cracking codes and deciphering the mysteries of Joe Rogan on her podcast, Science Versus. Welcome to the show, Ashley and Wendy Zuckerman. Thanks, Johnny. Hello. That was nice. How are you two? Well. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so nice to have you back on the podcast. It feels better coming back a second time. Yeah. You feel ready? You feel ready now. I'm less nervous, I think. Yeah, you were you were particularly nervous the first time, I think. Was I? That now it sounds that sounds. <laughs> Have you listened back to it? No, I didn't listen back. Really? Yeah, but didn't you? I, I by you listen. saying really like that, people only will think that I did listen back, but I really didn't. <laughs> oh, I. But also, it's fine if tap, I if I would have. Oh, sorry, noises. I was tapping. That's good to be sitting right next to you. <laughs> uh, now listen. Last time you were on, I was always asking people what their kind of specialty subject was or specialty category. But this time, this season, I'm asking people if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh, well, here's something that I just learned. Yes. So we are doing an episode on air pollution in a couple of weeks and we're speaking to a researcher who studies this and his focus is dust. And he was uh-huh. saying that the air pollution in every city is slightly different. He called it like a soup. Every city has its own soup of weird chemicals based on like the industry in the area. Yes, everyone has cars, but industry plays a role, but also dust. And so in some cities from the Saharan desert, dust will fly huge distances like Barcelona in some cases, has they are, when they breathe in the air, they are breathing in dust from the Sahara Desert. And there are places even in the United States that at times the pollution in their city, part of that soup, will be dust from the Saharan Desert. Wow. wow. Are you saying Saharan okay. with an N at the end? Saharan. Yeah, the, the desert that is, the, it belongs to the Sahara, so it's Saharan. That's, no? Is that, <laughs> is right? that not right? The Saharan <laughs> desert. Is it just? I guess you could it's say that. It's just the Sahara it's desert. Just, is it's it called just the, the Sahara desert, but I guess you could say that it belongs <laughs> if it's to dust. the desert that belongs oh. to the Sahara. <laughs> yeah, Saharan. Don't you say sub-Saharan? Like you do say sub-Saharan. Yeah. Exactly. It yeah. is dust from uh, sure. the Sahara Desert or dust. Okay, I would say it's yeah, uh, sure. Saharan dust. It's Saharan it's dust. Saharan dust from the Sahara what's Desert. What's your no, what's fine. your little trivia thing then? No, yeah, that was very it? good by the way. That was I, I I like that. Almost like a spoiler for future science verse episodes. <laughs> um but I would say 
I do have an obnoxious piece of trivia I like to yeah, go for bring it. up, which is that a banana is is a herb, not a fruit. Oh, I hate oh, yeah. those trivia things. Yeah, but that's I what trivia them. is. That's the point. It's supposed to be annoying. It's not like something I'm proud vegetables of. Vegetables aren't just on salads. I hate that, that. that is the, yeah. the old tomato is a fruit. No, but everyone knows that one. The difference is that this one's going to be very exciting to people. What about this? Palm trees are grass. I love that. Well, there you go. That's actually great because that recontextualizes life as you know it. Because suddenly you can imagine if you were 500 times bigger, just like looking over a a sea of palm trees. That's the experience we have. It'd just be like a nice lawn. Yeah. I like that. I like that one. (laughs) All right. Well,. We're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back with the actual questions right after this. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Wendy and Ashley Zuckerman. Let's crack into the quiz instead of meandering as we have been doing. Let's actually do the, the actual quiz as written by Cindy McDonald. Here we go. Question number one, the acronym NIMBY, N-I-M-B-Y, stands for what? Not in my backyard. Very correct. Very quick. Well done. Yeah. Not in my backyard. Oh, my God. Yeah. Can you explain what it sort of refers to? Yes. It refers to, I think it's mostly used for sort of, I would say, a Chardonnay environmentalist that's sort of like, we need to do something about <laughs> climate change, term. right? Yeah. We need to get onto this. And someone says, yes, we should. Let's put a wind farm in your backyard. And someone goes, oh, not in, oh. Not in my backyard. It'll ruin the view yeah. of the beach. Um, but that's, yeah. that's a very literal use of... <laughs> I mean, that's the idea... Or, that's not a phrase. Or, that's like actually they happen to say... <laughs> Would you like it in your backyard or not? Not, not in, in my backyard. <laughs> but you also see it a lot. In Sydney, it was a big deal with the safe injecting houses where all these people who were supposedly yeah. liberal-minded, small-l liberal-minded, and then yeah. suddenly were like, oh, I, I don't it. want a safe injecting house But is that when they use it? Like it's, it's about like if you support something, but you just don't want it near you. Exactly, where you might then start to feel some of the negative effects of this. Nice idea. Yeah, in that theory. is mostly how, how it is used. And we, we don't actually know when the term originated, but it was already common enough in the 80s that in newspaper articles and things mm. like that, it was published without the need to uh, define or explain what it stood for. It does have a sort of yuppies vibe, like the NIMBYs and it the does, yuppies, yeah. like back when we were it, doing acronyms like that. All right. Well done. One. Question number two. Yeah, that was good. One, for one. one for one. Who replaced Ash Barty as world number one on the WTA singles rankings? And there's a bonus point for naming the country this player is from. Wow. 
Oh, man. Okay. We had a tennis question last time. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I think we had to go so far. Yeah. We were basically at the clue level of it rhymes with. And okay. Um, <laughs> well, look, I think you might be at the same spot because if you don't know, this one is very hard to clue you towards because there's no one else that I can see. Did that she play at the her name? At this Australian Open? She did play this Australian Open. And she got to, I want to say, uh, the semis, but I'm not entirely sure. And which um, country? Maybe we could get the country. Oh. Yeah, why don't you go for a country first? I will tell you this. They are the first person from this country, male or female, to have ever held the number one rankings in singles. Is it? Romania? Oh, I was thinking India. It's not Romania. It's not India. <sighs> Neither of those countries. Geographically... Ash is closer. So Eastern Europe? Eastern Europe is correct. Um, yeah, okay. yeah. Wait, is it? It's a large country. Oh. Poland? What did you say? Poland? Poland is the right oh, answer. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Very well done. So you've got the bonus point. Do Have you any idea? Her initials are I-S. Ivana? <laughs> it's not Ivana. Duh. Her first name is Iga. I-G-A. And then S, was it? Yeah. And it, it has some of those particular kind of Polish style letters that change the sound. Like Czech. Is Czech in there? No, it it ends in tech. Iga, sl- oh, yeah. like a Z, a Z sound, is that in there? Oh, it's sort of a Z. Or a V? A... It, it, it's like a... There's a V? There, there's, <laughs> there's a V, there's a V, there's a V. Three <laughs> syllables in the surname? Oh, God. Oh, it's sort of like two and a bit. Sivatech. It's like that, something like... You're, I mean, you're close. I'm going to tell you because... Aren't we having okay, fun? Okay, you don't want to get... Oh, yeah, sure. Shwivitech? Shwe- 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 yeah, something like that. Iga... Oh, it is? like that. Shwitech. Shwitech. Well, that's that's how it looks when it's spelled, but it's actually pronounced Shviantech. Shviantech. Oh, yeah. Shviantech. Iga Shviantech. Iga Shviantech. She's the first and only Polish tennis player, male or female. Yeah. To have ever held the number one rankings in singles. Well, good on. She was great. On. Yeah, I, I do remember her. Oh, there yeah. you go. You got there in the end, yeah. sort of. Well, <laughs> we got the bonus point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Question number three. The French term mal de mer refers to what physical condition? Bad the water. Bad, bad sea. Water. Bad sea. Physical condition. Okay. So yeah. See, you're... I feel like it could be like a cold. No, like no, no, a bad, no. Like... like when you're at sea and you're... Oh, it's being seasick. Seasick. Yeah. Oh, seasick. Yes. Oh, yes. Bingo. Mal de mer refers to being seasick. seasick. All right. Question number four. Name the 2003 novel by Audrey Niffenegger that was adapted into a 2009 film starring Eric Banner and Rachel McAdams and now an HBO drama series. Okay, wait a second, wait a second. Is it The Slap? No, 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 Rachel McAdams. No. Was Eric Banner in Eric this Banner. And it was, it, wait, 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 wait a minute. That was a long time ago. That was a long time. No clues. It was, no clues. Um, it was The Cards. It was about the, the, car, the uh, he was a poker player or something like that. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. I haven't seen it myself, I'll be honest. Called Lucky, something to do with... No, not at all. You're way off. Um, So unlucky, is it? (laughs) (laughs) So this We don't know the book. We agree we don't know the book. Definitely not. I don't know the author either. This was her debut novel. It's a film... Oh, uh, Hmm. was it um, something about... Was there a bird in the title? 
That was. It was not. Okay, so not poker or birds. <laughs> <laughs> We're going broad categories first. Okay. Because um, what I was it? Say what was that it's sort of science fiction, but not in a kind of you know futury sort of way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Yes. The time traveler's wife is the correct yes. answer. Very well done. Very good. Yes. Very good. Yeah. So that's about Eric. Eric Banner was a, a his character suffered from a genetic condition that meant that he, uh, in times of stress or something like that, he would travel back in time. Oh, yeah. And wasn't he also an urologist? A what? An is this... urologist? <laughs> what is like gold? No, watches. What's... Like watches? he also studied, someone oh. in there studied. I mean, that checks out. That he was that a watchmaker sort of... or something? Oh. Yeah, maybe. Oh, that's less believable as him traveling through time. <laughs> Suddenly, like, we all... <laughs> believe Johnny when he said that he got, <laughs> felt sick and travelled through time. When I <laughs> said that he had a genuine trade, suddenly that's insane. Yeah. No, it checks out. I reckon maybe you're right. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Question number five. What name is shared by Elvis Presley's manager and a member of the British-Irish boy band The Wanted who died of brain cancer in March at the age of 33? A name, Elvis Presley's manager. Do you know Elvis Presley's manager? Th- that's not like the Colonel. Is it that guy, that character? Is it, it is the Colonel. It is. So, do you know what his real name was? He wasn't actually a Colonel. Spoiler. Mm. He's being played by Tom Hanks in the upcoming Baz Luhrmann film, Elvis Baz Luhrmann film. Mm-hmm. Should we? Can we get shares his... both the shares both first and last? Yeah, name? yeah. It's exactly the same name okay. as and, this. And, and it's boy also, band. And the boy band. The, the boy band is from England. Yeah, British. Could we Irish. get it from the name? Uh, like because it doesn't like the Colonel is a Southern guy. Like, is there some connection there? Not we get really. It re- regionally, and interestingly, the Colonel wasn't actually from the South. He kind of pretended. The Colonel, mm. who was Elvis's manager, was actually a Dutch national oh. uh, who moved to the States. And th- this is why, this is apparently why, or oh, he prevented Elvis Presley from touring internationally because he was worried that he wouldn't be allowed back into the United States oh. if he left oh my God. Oh. because he, he wasn't actually an American citizen. That's a good trip. So yeah. is he something Van something? He, he was originally. His birth name, which bears no uh, relation to But surely a, stage a bonus point or something would be in order, right? <laughs> for, for, for a third of his <laughs> original uh, he was He was born Andreas Cornelis. Tries Van Kuyk, but he he really changed his name. So TP are his uh, initials. And interestingly enough, as I said before, he's being played by a very famous American actor with the same name. Who shares the same? So Tom. uh, Yeah, Tom. 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 uh, Petty. Not Tom Petty. (laughs) I like it when Johnny laughs at an answer. We see, we see the cracks. <laughs> you see the cracks in my generous exterior. <laughs> my understanding. Oh, yeah, um, I can see how you got that. Um, but no, not Tom Petty. Hit me with some P surnames. Some pretty co- common-ish. Um, Potts. Not Potts. Tom Potts. 
Peters. <laughs> this is a terrible. This is a terrible clue. But as you know, I'm currently in Los Angeles, and as you will know, when you drive around Los Angeles and you, and you arrive so somewhere, and you, yes. <laughs> they often have a valet. Tom parking. Tom, you're very close. Tom Park. Parks. Parque? What would another name for the valet be? Tom Parker. Tom Parker is the right answer. Oh, goodness. Tom Parker. Okay. Tom Parker. So Colonel Tom Parker was Elvis Presley's manager, and Tom Parker also was the name of the man that was in the band The Wanted who passed away from brain cancer in March. Okay, Hmm. we're going to take a quick little break. We'll be back in a minute. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Wendy and Ashley Zuckerman. Let's jump back in with question number six. Which former cricketer's tenure as Prime Minister of Pakistan ended recently following a no-confidence motion? Yeah, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, we can totally get this one. Yeah, you can totally get this one. I know Uh, that there there was a bit of an angst in your faces when I started talking about cricket. No, no, no. Confidence. (laughs) Um, Only confidence in yeah, both yeah, of our yeah. faces. Um, um, oh, jeepers, though. No, 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 no. We're going to get this. We are. Uh, Do you know when pa- when Pakistan became its own nation? No. I mean, this it's not going to help you very very well. But the Pakistan the after World became War its own nation. Yeah. It, well, in 1947 was the partition of India, which meant that Britain got out of there and created the nations of India and Pakistan. And they've had 18 prime ministers, aside from several caretaker prime ministers, because none of them have ever completed their full five-year term. Wow. Wow. And there's only three of them have lasted four years. Who is the Wait, head of is state? It, is it um, Khan someone? Yes. Yeah. It is um, someone it is. Khan. Someone Khan, right? Yes. Um, yes, it is. Yeah. It's um. Do you want a clue? It starts with I. Imran. Im- Im- yeah. Imran Khan. Yes. Fantastic. Imran Khan. Oh, Very good. Very well done. Chief is. Um. <laughs> who's the head of state of Pakistan? They have a, pre- a president. The president. Who at the moment is Arif Alvi. Mm-hmm. And is that a, is was he elected? He was. Uh, Elected in 2018 after being nominated by the party that was run by the Prime Minister Imran Khan. From 1947 to 1956, the head of state was the Pakistani monarch. Oh, in, and then they got rid of their... No, the Pakistani monarch was the British monarch. Oh. Yeah. Until 56. Until 1956. And mm-hmm. then they changed systems. And then they became a republic. Mm-hmm. Is that So slow ramp, slow Does... ramp off. Does Pakistan compete in the uh, Commonwealth Games? In the Games? Commonwealth Games? They do. They do compete at the Commonwealth Games. The most successful event where they've won 42 medals 
21 of which have been gold, is in what sport? Can you guess? Shooting? No. Australia does well at... Um, I mean, we've gone a long way off the mark. <laughs> a, a long way question. from Imran Khan um, being the ousted Prime Minister no, of Pakistan. But the sport at which the country dominates in, in terms of the Commonwealth Games is wrestling. Oh. oh. All right. Okay, question number seven. And here's one for you guys Ooh. because we are in these United States. This one is a bit... No, they're, really, the pressure is going to be fine. A portrait of United States founding father Alexander Hamilton appears on which U.S. banknote? Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. I thought this was going to be like a a, a slam dunk. Well, we use Venmo more often. Um, (laughs) Really an electronic system these days. Um, No no one's using cash anymore. Okay, the five is Abraham Lincoln. A hundred is Ben Franklin. Right. So we're down to the 20 and the 50. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's on one of those like... There is like a 500, I think, or there is a 1,000. But or a I don't buck? think he's on. He could be on the buck. On the single? No. Who's on the single? Oh, is it Hamilton? No. No, it's not, no, it's not Hamilton. Is it, Should we it, say Washington, 20? Washington's on the single. Washington is on the single. Yeah. Very good. The, okay, the so Washington. we're down to so 20 and a 50. But is it on both sides? No, no. The other side is always, a, of course, Washington's on the single, of course. No, the, the other um, side of this note is the okay. Treasury um, building. So, so let's go 50? 50. 50, then. No, not, 50. not the not the fifty. What about have either of you seen oh, the, the musical? Yes. No. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, but the ten. How does this, the, ten. the first the song? Ten. The ten dollar founding ten. father. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the ten. The ten. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you seen the musical? Yes. Oh really? Yeah. I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah. He was. You guys also... remember the song? The ten. The, that whatever that ten song is. Well, it it's very early on in the song where it's um, how does it start? How does it, bastard, orphan, son of a whore and a Scotsman, born in the middle of a forgotten spot in the Caribbean, by providence impoverished in squalor, grow up to be a hero and a scholar, the $10 founding uh. father without a father, got a lot father. Anyway, etc. It's Clearly a fan. Yeah. We've got It's here. the only note in circulation with a left-facing portrait. Was that his better side? <laughs> Maybe. And also, you said before that there were five hundred and thousand dollar notes from eighteen seventy to nineteen twenty two. Hamilton also appeared on the thousand dollar note. Oh, wow! Yeah. We're not doing yeah, very was, well. Yeah. <laughs> what are we on? Two? So we on... I, I don't <laughs> keep score. You, yeah, you know. cool. no, no, I'm, you no, get what no, you get. Yeah. It's about the journey. You get what you get. John Leary on life. <laughs> you get what you get and you don't get upset. <laughs> Question number eight. To which species does the collective noun raft apply in the water and the collective noun waddle apply on land? You'd say, all right, wait, it's either ducks or swans. I'd, I'd say swans, a raft of swans. I have a theory that these collective nouns are completely made up. Oh, they are. They're all completely. I mean, made up. As, like, but I know, like everything is everything made up. Is made up. I know, but e- themselves. but even more collective nouns. Like maybe a murder of crows is real, and then everything from that point 
just he, he lies. You know, every now and then you just yeah. meet someone at a party and they'll be what like, "What other ones are actually?" Like, what what would you call the collective common... noun of a lawyer? You know, or like of an alligator or whatever. Oh. But here we go. Here we have it, though. What Cindy's... What have you said? You've said. Uh, ducks, ducks or swans, because no, 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 no. of waddle. I feel like waddle is more likely to get us there than raft, because I think many things could be considered rafts yeah. of stuff, right? Oh, Whereas, like, there's yeah, very few okay. animals that waddle. Duck, famous waddler. Doesn't a raft also mean, like, many <laughs> things? Waddler. Like, a raft of something means many of something? Oh, you think it's a trick question? No, but isn't that, is it? No, not trick. I'm yeah, exactly, because you, you could say, like, a raft of... Is that of, true? Of I... legislation, for example. Oh, like. sure. Yeah, yeah. Raft, but does legislation waddle? A raft of changes. <laughs> yeah. Do does it, but exactly, a does a legislation waddle? <laughs> if we can figure that out. You are correct. Waddle will get you there sooner than raft yes. will get you there. Okay, so what... So these are famous waddlers. Famous waddlers. Geese. And you're right, it is a bird. It feels like it's going to be more fun. It's going to be a more... F- it's going to be a, a, a funner bird. Awesome. That's the vibe I'm getting. I think it is a fun. And a bird. raft, it feels like many. Exactly, like, exactly. Because I don't think geese hang out in that many. Yeah, or swans, or even ducks. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something like flamingo. But they don't waddle. I was thinking flamingo they don't too. Waddle. Oh, pelican. They're quite graceful. Yeah. Pelicans also. Pelicans don't really waddle either. Penguin. They're not really. Penguin. They're not really walkers. Let me tell you this. Yeah. This is a flightless bird. Wait, so what about... Yeah. Wait, it's a flightless bird. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> an tra- emu surely doesn't go <laughs> in the water. Emus uh, not so much in the water. So a flightless bird what that... Is- oh, what about, what about a puffin? No, they fly. Ah. Ah. But they, they look heavy though, don't they? These Okay, so listen to the question. Ah. It applies in the water and on the land. Mm. So these, these animals are pretty comfortable in the water. Yeah, hanging out in rafts. So they say. And, and, and we're on the right track that there's many of them. When they're, when they're in the water, there's, there's heaps many of them. Of them yeah. Heaps of them. Yeah. When they're together, they're together in a big way. I can't believe you haven't got it. Seagull? They, <laughs> they fly. fly. <laughs> they're famous flyers. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't got it. It starts with P. Wait, is it penguin? Yeah, oh, I, I said penguin. Ash said penguin. Did you actually yeah. say I said penguin a little while I'm ago. Sorry. No, no, yeah. no, that's fine. You, you said penguin or pelican? No, penguin. we said it around the same time, but I had said, I had said okay. penguin. Well, all right, yeah. well, I apologise, I didn't hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good to get so a, I take the inside of like laughter. what's at stake if we don't get the answer quick enough. Suddenly, that's how we're going to get spoken <laughs> to. <laughs> it was good to get a window. Look, I will tell you I, what I have. What I found in front of me here on Wikipedia is that raft of ducks <gasps> is also. Oh, uh, Cindy's got some explaining to do. She should. Well, yeah, but maybe they're not. Yeah, maybe it's not a waddle of ducks. No, they're not a waddle of ducks. It is a badalinge. A badalinge. Oh. Come on. The you etymology, see what I mean? The why, etymology and why of do they need different collective nouns? What like? What What is badalinge? What do you mean? Why or, do they need collective nouns? Different ones. Oh, it's badaling, actually. Badaling. Go get the birds. Badling. Which ones? <laughs> the badaling. The waddle or the badaling? <laughs> a, a group of ducks on the ground is what badline. Badling? Let's get the etymology hmm. of that, though. Now I'm curious. Oh, it's from a book called The Sports and Pastimes of the British People. Oh, goodness. Uh, if there wasn't a made-up. <laughs> See, it's all this nonsense. Exactly. It's all nonsense. John. You're right. You know, John. All right. Here is a geography question for you. What is the second largest city in Greece 
and the capital of Greek Macedonia. Is there, is there, are there other types of Macedonia? There are other types of Macedonia. Was yeah. Macedonia its own like country before it was split up? Oh, you, you really want me to <laughs> go, go, go or like geopolitical... Um, you can look at the globe. <laughs> it's so close. I can see oh, Greece. Yeah, you have a globe, globe right Jenny. there. <gasps> Don't you... Yeah. There's several kind of... The, the area that's known as Macedonia is made up of several places. This least, city was founded yeah, in 315 <laughs> BC by Cassander of Macedon, who named it after his wife, who was the daughter of Philip II of Macedon and sister of Alexander the Great. Mm, so do you know Alexander the Great's sister? <laughs> <laughs> you cheeky little shit. Oh, you, what could about, have, um, you could have just Cat- asked us that. Catherine? Um, Cat- <laughs> like some Catherine, Catherine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Alexander? Oh, you're going Catherine the Great? They're, they're not, no, I'm just, not I'm just talking. Wait, I'm was just... Alexander, Alexander, the, Alexander the Great was a Russian? No, you're thinking Peter the Great. Oh. Alexander the Great was... A Macedonian, but back then he was a Greek. Okay. So, you know, therein lies a lot of the um, like a Paul, like Apollo the, or something. Was it a name of a god? Would we get it by? No, it starts with T. It starts with T H. Are you going to get it? You're not going to. No, I think, I think we could. it is Thessaloniki. Oh, Thessaloniki. Thessaloniki. Yeah. yeah. Did you learn that from your code breaking? From my code breaking. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Was that in your show? <laughs> no, no. Did anyone go to uh, no, Thessaloniki? No, that was not even. I, no. I, these aren't Greek wow. myths. These, these were real people. Thessaloniki. This is re- these yeah. are real people, and and that that is oh, a real place. Thessaloniki. Okay. The, well, oh. second biggest city yeah. in Greece. Thessaloniki. The second biggest city in Greece. Yeah. All right. We're up to the final one. The oh. final question. Okay. Which perfume named for the birth date of Coco Chanel? Was launched in 1970. Must be number ten or whatever, right? Wait, what? Why number ten? Isn't that the big one? Chanel Five is the, oh, the famous okay. one. Jesus, it's all come undone. It's all come undone. I don't know anything. But about Chanel this. Number Five would be like the number five, like why, like the fifth. Do you know the name of any other perfumes? I don't know anything about. Them. You're right. Wait, wait. It's not Chanel Number Five, but it does follow that same system of naming. Right, so, so it is Chanel number, number something, and then... but it's not number five because oh, that, interesting. That the, was... the number five, it's not like the fifth uh, mix of scent scent mix. I can't remember. I think maybe I think maybe it, it was, but it, that was the one that, oh, okay. that kind of this one they like stuck. jumped a couple of numbers because of the birthday. Yeah, because they, they were it was so good. Wait, and whose birthday yeah. is it? It's Coco Chanel's birthday. Yeah. It's like the it's, it's like the iPhone ten, right? So and well, so somewhere to... between five and thirty one, I guess. Wait, so do you think by birthday it's like the age <laughs> that is. she became? No, no, it's the, it's no, her, the no, day it's of her birth, the date on which the she date was born. That she was born. You're right. It is. So it is <laughs> somewhere between, somewhere between six, six and thirty one. Inclusive. <laughs> Chanel number her birth date. Do you think like a tw- maybe a two? Chanel yeah, there could have been a two something? in there. I'd put like a two in there. Twenty-five. Chanel number. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I, maybe not five. Maybe not. I, I'm feeling seventeen as well. Oh, oh, you're closer with seventeen. Let's do eighteen. Just or sixteen. Sixteen. No, I don't see a sixteen. Eighteen. No, I see a fifteen. 
It is, 19. of course, Chanel number 19. 19. Oh, the tip yeah. of the tongue yeah. it was. There yeah. you go. <laughs> you were, do you you were wear, right there. You don't wear, do you wear an odour? Um, every it, now and then, but not... The word? An, an o- I think odour is when it's bad. <laughs> I guess I do, I actually. I, I definitely... Do you wear. have an odour? Do you have an <laughs> That is often. one thing. Johnny, do you wear... I, I don't fragrance? wear a fragrance, no. I look for, where possible, I look for fragrance-free uh, products. <laughs> yes. Oh. Also. Yeah. So that I have the absence of a, yeah, yeah, of yeah. a scent. I, yeah. So, so no I one, leave no trace. Yeah, no one can track you down. <laughs> <laughs> like a gentleman cat burglar. <laughs> Indeed. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's what I'm going for. Well, thank you both for doing the quiz. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks. How did you go? Glad we it could be a, of service. It was a slightly wonky one. It was, it was a like of... a little wonky. I, I felt like we had it... some um, jumps and starts, but I thought overall we had a good. Time. We had a good time. Yeah. Exactly. That's what it's about. It's not. It's not necessarily about getting the right answers straight away. It's the journey. How? Tell me when. How did you go with? Or how have you been going with your war against Joe Rogan? You're going to want to, are you going to want to do this while recording? <laughs> it's always a war against misinformation. Mm, so not not indeed, after yeah. a specific individual, but if that individual happens to be spreading large amounts of misinformation, then then on we go. Um, I think we we made four really good episodes that highlighted um, some important misinformation that that was being spread. Uh, yeah, on about they are very impressive. Yeah. And where, where can people find your fine science verses? Uh, yes, so our most recent episodes are available everywhere. Um, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher. And then to get some older episodes, you've got to go and listen on Spotify. Excellent. Well, thank you both so much for being on the show. All right, let's go. We're going to have a look at Greece. Okay, okay. see you, pal. Have fun. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have been enjoying this podcast, please tell your friends about it. And if you feel so compelled, I'd love you to share it on social media. Thank you to my guests, Ashley and Wendy Zuckerman. And thanks, as always, to Cindy McDonald for writing the questions. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. <laughs>